The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Well, I would imagine with the Cowboys playing a Thursday night game uh, and no show on Wednesday because the Cowboys will be traveling uh, to New Orleans. This is Fabulous Football Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, you said that sounded like a question mark. Were yeah. You, were you asking the question? Or? And I was, well, I was a little worried about the fabulous part. <laughs> Mickey Spagnola, Everson Walls here at the SWBC Podcast Studio at the Star. Helping Chris can make this. this uh... On this Tuesday, as Bill Jones is trying to join us from afar. And we'll see if we can get him connected. But in the meantime, we're going to press forward here on this Tuesday. The Cowboys had their basically what they call mock game that they normally have on Friday before a Sunday game. Mm -hmm. So this is essentially the Friday, although it's a Tuesday, before the Thursday night game. I was not ready for this, man. I'm doing my pick-to-click right now. I'm just now getting into this. Well, mine's going to have to come off the top of my head (laughs) because I I just thought of it when I mentioned it to you when you walked in uh, the studio today. Uh, as uh, the Cowboys carry on, uh, we did have a Mike McCarthy conference call today as he uh, is uh, not allowed in the building, uh, out with COVID, and uh, will miss the game. And the Cowboys had one more player test positive this morning, uh, Nashawn Wright, the rookie cornerback. So he will miss the game. And as for any other uh, updates, uh, Mike McCarthy said that Amari Cooper would be in the building. Now, he did not practice yesterday, uh, said he was still um, not feeling great, still had a cough. uh, And so he's still on reserve uh, COVID. And Mike McCarthy said the update on, on Amari Cooper is... Uh, If he doesn't practice tomorrow when they have their practice before they head to New Orleans, then he will not play on Thursday. That would be three games. And Would that be his third game? That would be the third game. And I always thought it was going to be a close call because his 10 days up would have been Monday. But you got to recover from yes testing positive for covid and we when, take that for granted don't we right and we're not and when you're not vaccinated you know most of these guys that uh, had it and you know weren't vaccinated it was a two week deal uh, and, so, and and two week plus yeah because now like you said how does he feel forget the fact that you you might be uh, test negative all these times okay right. you're clear to come back but now physically Am I ready? I mean, fog. Do I have fog in my head? Am I coughing? Like you said, it's it's. You know, they want to call it a flu. This is a horrible flu. Yeah. Because you can't. You know, you, you don't. You have no control and over, over it, anything. It, it does sound like we have Bill joining us uh, hey. at this point. There he is. Look, I can even see him. Hey, Bill. Hey. How y'all doing? <laughs> Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing just fine. I'm in COVID protocol, 
Um, I'm doing fine. <laughs> that didn't sound <laughs> fine. That, was, just that a didn't sound fine. <laughs> now, are you <laughs> are you in close contact protocol still? I'm in close contact protocol. Okay. So that's why I'm not with you today, but I'm good otherwise. You know, and we had the okay. plexiglass up I'm for you just in case normal. you just in case you did show up. We got the plexiglass. Well, bro. you know, I figure, <laughs> I figure my cohorts at uh, at their age, I probably oh. ought to stay away. <laughs> He's trying to kill us off. He's, He's he, trying he, to get rid of us. <laughs> trying to be funny, he yes. takes a shot, right? <laughs> That's okay, Bill. We still love you, man. We still need you. That's the main thing. If we didn't need you, we would not. Use you. Yeah, okay. we would have just gone on. Yeah, without exactly. You. But we need you. But we can hand I off. Know, to you. You're doing just fine without me. I, <laughs> I don't know why Chris Beam even uh, beamed you in here because he y'all are doing you just up. fine without me. He beamed you up, right? That's he right. did. That's right. <laughs> so you're. Uh, we were I, in the. I, I want to know. I didn't hear the very beginning of the show, and so did we start with the fight song Friday? <laughs> There we go. No, but I did call it <laughs> Fabulous Football Tuesday, okay? Uh, uh. Let's go, Bill. Me and you, baby. There you go. We, go. we won't let Spags ruin our, our day. Uh. Oh, listen to that. Bring it home, guys. Bring it home. Good job. There we go. Thank you, Christopher. All these these fight songs are coming fast and furious here the last few weeks. It you seems like every other day we've got a, <laughs> yeah, and it's not a victory Monday fight song either. It's a look ahead to the next game, our last broadcast before the next game. And this one's another Thursday night game. It's coming quick. And I, I heard you at the beginning, uh, uh, Mickey, was it you who said that you weren't prepared for your picks to click today? <laughs> no, not at all. I just realized that this was the last show before the game on Thursday night in New Orleans. Uh, and the Cowboys, as I was pointing out, have one more practice left. We were, Bill, I don't know when you caught us, but we were talking about Amari Cooper um, not sure if he'll be available for the game on Thursday, especially if he's not able to practice on Wednesday when they have their final practice before they head to New Orleans. Uh, then Mike McCarthy said if he doesn't practice Wednesday, he's not going to be available for the game. So that could be another person not available for the game, and the count is at nine right now. Uh, with that we know that have tested positive for COVID, and I think eight of those for sure. There's a chance that uh, assistant strength and conditioning coach Cedric Smith could be back uh, in time for the game, depending on how he's feeling. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of things have to adapt. And if they don't have Amari Cooper, and it certainly uh, was not a good sign yesterday when Cedric Wilson – I think who we would consider their fourth wide receiver uh, was unable to practice with an ankle, and today will just be a projection. So uh, they would have their fingers crossed tomorrow that Wilson could do something. Good thing C.D. Lamb has been cleared uh, to return the practice, but uh, I would imagine without uh, Amari and uh, if indeed 
Wilson did not take part in the mock game slash walkthrough practice today, that would have meant Noah Brown would have been the uh, next guy up uh, at receiver. Uh, and then Malik Turner if Wilson can't go. So they're getting thin again at the wide receiver spot. Well, they'll have Gallup. I'm sorry. They'll have Gallup, Lamb, uh, and then Noah slash Malik Turner would be the, the top four guys at the receiver position. So uh, still have things hey, Mickey, to deal Mickey. there with. Yes. I remember when, when uh, there were some who were saying they needed to trade Michael Gallup by the trade deadline? Yes, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you, thank you for that. Yeah, what If I'm not mistaken, uh, he had over 100 yards receiving on Sunday, correct? Right, right. I mean, but you just look at, at what, what, you know, a month ago it looked like, oh, there's a lot of depth at this wide receiver position, and then all it takes is a COVID outbreak and a concussion, and all of a sudden uh, you're down to uh, staring at, you know, almost playing backups. Yeah, and, and think about this. Let's throw this in there. Uh, after Lel Collins was out for so long, it's like, well, why don't they trade him? Terrence Steele's <laughs> playing so well. Yeah, now what kind of situation would they be in on the offensive line? And I'll give you one more because, uh, you know, after they uh, drafted in the second round Kelvin Joseph, it was like, well, they can trade Anthony Brown. They don't need him. You know, he's a veteran and he's probably going to save some money. Well, no. See, that's why you do not deplete your depth with silly trades that all you get is something for the future. Now is now. Uh, and you just don't do things like that because you don't have an excess of talent. Well, you got so many GMs out there, uh, Spags, on Twitter. I mean, you just have to listen to one of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. So the Cowboys had their, their Zoom meetings today. Um, again, so virtual meetings. They got here um, and, and did their mock game uh, run through. Um, the basically the strength and uh, the weight room is closed, and they don't have any coaches available to run the weight room with Harold Nash, Kendall Smith, and Cedric Smith all out with COVID uh, at this time. So, um, yeah, they've basically. Uh, telling the players that they need to take care of their own conditioning. Uh, if you need to go somewhere or if you have weight stuff at home uh, to get your lift in, if you are due for a lift and uh, make sure you get your massage in. Uh, but, yeah, the, the facility is still basically locked down uh, today. And then one other uh, note, and we can get into this a little bit later in depth, but uh, Tristan Hill, who's been suspended for two games, uh, was appealing his suspension. I don't know how much luck he's going to have with it since there's <laughs> video. video out there that shows him <laughs> knocking his helmet, helmet off his off. head. <laughs> right. And other than saying, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't know where that uh, uh, appeal's going to go. Maybe he's going to say he should have ducked, right? I mean, right. he gave him time to duck. That's and, what he was And by the way, uh, John Runyon, who's the vice president of football operations for the NFL, pointed out that uh, his appeal will be heard by either Derek Brooks or James Trash, uh, two former players that mm -hmm. are in the appeal process. 
uh, appointed and approved by the NFL and the NFLPA at this point. So uh, we'll see if uh, he gets anywhere with the appeal. Maybe he just gets fined. And by the way, when they said he was going to get fined $100,000, no, he gets suspended without pay. Okay. And his weekly salary uh, divided over 18 weeks is $54,000. So that's 100008 I got to say, this guy's playing well. And that's the unfortunate Extremely thing. Extremely active. Uh, he's hustling all over the place. I guess the fresh legs have a lot to do with that. But just seeing him out there, he fit right in with the energy level that our entire defensive line has had all season long. Right, and, and, and very active, especially in pass rush. Uh, he was getting pressure. Uh, so, uh, and well, since we're not wrong, you've been talking about him. Si- yeah, I know. You've been talking about him for like two years, seems like. It seems like, right? <laughs> and, and, and by the way, uh, so this is the letter he received, by the way, uh, and then we probably have to take a break uh, from uh, John Runyon, who I mentioned, VP of Football Operations. After the Las Vegas Raiders Dallas Cowboys game on November 25th, you engaged in conduct that is. This office, con- this office considers unnecessary roughness <laughs> and a display of lack of sportsmanship. Specifically, as both teams were shaking hands, you waited more than 50 seconds for your opponent at the 50-yard line. When you located They him, counted it. They timed you it. You <laughs> then walked toward him in the opposite direction of your locker room. You both engaged in verbal chest-to-chest confrontation, which you escalated by throwing an open-hand punch to his face mask, forcibly enough to cause your opponent's helmet to come off. Best hit all day. And I would imagine the helmet wasn't buckled. It was not. Because I saw it, and it wasn't like— It flew off very It wasn't easily. like uh, Cassius Clay hitting no, Sonny Liston, not. right? He um, didn't even budge. The helmet no, did. He just no, hit the helmet. He yeah. was just offended that right. he got hurt. And then the two teams had to be separated, and I saw the, the big peacemaker from the Cowboys was number 70. He stood in front of everybody that was starting to come off their hill. Mm-hmm. So uh, that diffused it. Uh, but again— uh, like I said, uh, he's appealing, and if not, then they're down a defensive lineman, um, and this one has nothing to do with COVID. And Bill's volume looks like it went away. I lost his mic. Oh, lost yeah. some reason. Yeah. Hold on a second. All right, well, I'll tell you what. We'll take a break yes, now. Time anyway. It's a pretty good time yeah, to take is. a break. We'll get Bill's uh, audio back up. See you in and a we'll second, continue Bill. continue with mix shots here <laughs> in a moment. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? 
Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back, back, to mixed shots. Celebrate Christmas at the Star with Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza, powered by Reliant. The 20-minute show electrifies the Star in Frisco with a powerful mix of game day excitement and Christmas cheer every Friday and Saturday at 6 p.m. through December 18th. Admission and parking are free for four and for, 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 for more information. Them, visit thestardistrict.com. <laughs> Got him, Bill. <laughs> oh, that gets me in the mood for what I'm going to do right after mix shots today. You know what I'm going to do right after this show? Christmas shop. No, I don't Christmas shop until Christmas Eve. Put, I am putting my Christmas put lights the, out. All right. Hey, way to go, Bill. Yeah. I, I'll wait till Christmas. That's when I put before. mine up on Christmas Eve, yeah. <laughs> and preferably not on the no, roof. I'm my... No, I'm not, I don't get on any roofs. No way. I'm, I get on the sidewalk. <laughs> oh, but then you got to bend down. I'm about to get. I know it, it's harder and harder to do that, especially when you have arthritis in one hip. But I'm going to power through it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Hey, how about, uh, Mickey, get us up to speed on uh, the mood of Mike McCarthy uh, when you heard him in his uh, press conference. You know, other than uh, a few coughs during his, I don't know, it was about 10 minutes or so, no more than 15, uh, he seemed to be in a decent mood. You know, one of the things he said um, that uh, he said it's uh, kind of ironic that uh, I had my I had my booster shot scheduled for Friday. So he was going to get his booster shot. That's not the first person I've heard. They got it that right before cool. they were about to get their yeah, booster and, shot. And that's what happened to him. So, um, you know, he he stayed engaged with the team. He addressed them at the team meeting, uh, said he would do it again uh, Thursday morning when they have their team meeting before the game. Uh, so he's staying engaged. Uh, you know, whatever they do on the practice field, uh, he's got his iPad with him, and he can, um, you know, watch with what went on and see how things went. Do they have a drone overhead or something? What's going on? A drone? <laughs> yeah. He's, they, I don't I, know, but I'm guessing he's at the, <laughs> the, the hotel next door, and 
Um, just has his own if view. If he just had a big telescope, <laughs> right? We gotta go to Oklahoma to get right? that. Right? Yeah, yeah. He could. He could. He can. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Mickey and Everson. The technology might be in place where he might be able to even if he's not watching live, he's watching almost live. Right. Right. I wouldn't be surprised. He has it very quickly. The uh, the video of what's going on on the practice field. Yeah. Absolutely. So he has stayed engaged, and as we talked yesterday, Dan Quinn will take over uh, the uh, game day operation on Thursday along with uh, coordinating the defense, making the defensive calls. But the good thing is is that um, he uh, has done this before from the sideline. Everybody was worried about coming out of the booth and calling the defense from the sideline. Uh, but as McCarthy pointed out yesterday afternoon when we finally got to talk with him, uh, that he, for two years at Atlanta, when he first took over as head coach, he did both. Uh, he did the game management from the sideline along with calling the defense before he handed off some of those responsibilities. Um, and I think we talked about, you know, the other thing that Cowboys had to compensate for is the offensive line. Um, with uh, Joe Philbin and his assistant, uh, Jeff Blasco, testing positive, so they won't be at the game. Uh, so the likes of Lunda Wells, Ben McAdoo, and Chase Haslett have been taking over the offensive line and probably will continue to do so um, uh, through the rest of the week and uh, on game day. So for Lunda Wells, it's tight ends and uh, offensive line. And good that they had Ben McAdoo here as a consultant because uh, he has a history uh, in coaching offensive linemen. All right. Uh, what about what Jerry had to say this morning? Any, anything to report on Jerry? Um, I guess he was the um, – I'm trying to remember everything that he said. You know, that was a long time ago. It was 8.30, 8.30 in the morning, right? I was listening to it. Um, you know, he, he was remaining positive, um, and, and he wanted to emphasize that, you know, they'll get um, Demarcus Lawrence back ready for this game. He was able to go through practice on Monday. They have to activate him off the return injured list. Haven't done that yet, but they have three spots available. Uh, so uh, they can activate him uh, for one of those spots. If Amari Cooper was ready, they could activate him off reserve COVID, so they would still have one extra spot uh, on the 53. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, whatever they did yesterday, went through a full practice. Um, and they keep saying they're going to bench it. I mean, what's yeah, going on? I, 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 he, Zeke media, hasn't heard anything. Media. Yeah. Because he said that they have to see how they're going to treat him going forward. And I don't mind it. I mean, I want the guy to be better. You right. I want him to be healthy if his ankle or his knee is hurting and it's continually hurting and he's not being as effective as he wants to be, then let's make the move. Right. Otherwise, everybody just shut up. I think I think what their, their plan is is to kind of continue the way they were, give – uh, Tony Pollard more of the of the snaps, but uh, still use Zeke, uh, assuming that he can move. And look, 
if you watch them run, everybody's saying, well, you can see there's a difference. I don't see a difference. The difference I see is I don't see any holes. I, don't, that's what I, I see that he keeps getting hit as soon as he gets yes, the ball. Yes. <laughs> and, and so that, that's, you know, and everybody's going, well, his yards after, after contact have gone down. Yeah, that's because the contact's happening right away. One thing that you notice, Spags, uh, as you look at other teams that are able to rush the ball effectively, you maintain contact on the defensive lineman or linebacker. You just don't see us, especially from the more inexperienced players. They're not maintaining the contact, so the defensive linemen are escaping quickly, and they are gang is gang tackling on our running back. So you just have to maintain contact a little bit longer, but then as we try to do that, then that's when we're getting 14 penalties, most of them being holding calls. Right. So that's the dilemma that you're dealing with on, on the offensive line in the running game. You know, and, and I think we have been, uh, Bill, spoiled by this offense, how well it had been playing, um, you know, early in the season, and then they've hit this rough spot. Uh, you know, four of the last five games, they haven't rushed for more than 82 yards. And... Um, you know, you watch other teams play, not everybody's lighting it up on offense, as we saw last night. Mm-hmm. Again, the Monday night game, right? I didn't know if anybody was going to score a <laughs> touchdown. I got bored. I got so bored. I can't imagine why. <laughs> it was, you were riveted? Oh, man. It, 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 it was like scratching your fingernails on the blackboard, you know? And, and you know, when you look at uh, just how the uh, operation is going here, when we are just not accustomed to that that lack of effectiveness in our, in our running game. And so, of course, that puts more pressure on our quarterback, puts more pressure on our offensive line to pass block, which is something that we know they don't inherently want to do. So here we are now approaching aggressive pass rush, aggressive blitz calls, quarterback under pressure almost every time he's passing the ball. Now, granted, he is, from what I recall, the number one passer under pressure. I don't know if that's still the case, but he threw for over 370 yards last week, two 100-yard receivers. And if that's the way we got to go go forward, then we need to be prefer- prepared for that. So we need all our wide receivers back. Yeah, and when it comes to just the overall quarterback rating, Dak right now is a 104.2, so he is currently fifth uh, in the NFL behind Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousin and Matthew Stafford. Mm. So uh, his rating's still pretty high. Uh, the other thing that's happened in four of those last five games is he has been sacked 11 times in four of those games. And the hits also and, need to be added to that. And obviously three of those are losses. Yes. And so there's no secret of why this offense has slowed down. The offensive line must play better. Uh, let's talk a little bit here uh, to wrap up this segment, and then we'll have our picks to click and picks to win in the next segment. Let's talk a little bit about Taysom Hill, who uh, supposedly, if he's uh, got through practice uh, today and tomorrow, he'll be starting at quarterback for the Saints, coming off an injury. And he has not started a game this year. He started eight games last year. We all know he has an ability to run if healthy. My question to you, Everson, what does that do for, uh, as far as the uh, corners are concerned, how Dan Quinn implements his defense and, uh, and in terms of man-to-man coverage when you have a quarterback 
who might tuck it and run it. Right, right now, if you have man-to-man, I would stick to your man-to-man coverage as a cornerback. I think the safeties need to be up worried about what Taysom Hill is going to do. I'm not worried about him passing the ball on us at all, Bill. I mean, if, if, he ca- if they catch anything on us, it's just going to be something I think going to be very menial. But when you start talking about their running game, of course, Alvin Kamara is coming back now, if I'm not mistaken. He hadn't practiced in a while, so he's going to be fresh leg, full strength. Now you got Taysom Hill, fresh legs. I don't know about full strength. But what, after what they saw last week with, uh, with uh, the, 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 the – was that Mariota that came in? Yeah. For the, yes, for, the, for the Raiders. I mean, his guy on comes the goal in, line, he right? runs two plays. You knew what was going on. You knew what was going on. We right. got Van Der Esch, and I think it was Casey. They're taking the fake up. For, you already stopped him one time. So they're going to take a look at that, Bill, and they're going to be licking their chops at this point. Not just on that particular play, a quarterback running the ball. We haven't stopped any running back really this year as, except for uh, Cooks with the Vikings. And right now, we are a, a, a defense that looks ripe for the picking, okay? We look like we don't know how to play the run anymore. Uh, they don't have to pass the ball on us, really, I don't think, to win it, not in this particular ball game. They think their defense is going to play well enough to hold us down. They're going to pressure the hell out of us. And we're going to be looking at a smash-mouth game with Taysom Hill and Kamara. They're going to be running the ball on us. I can see at least – 30 rushes from the from the uh, offense. You know, and Bill, here's kind of proof of what uh, Everson's talking about. Last year, uh, Hill started uh, four games, uh, and he ended up with 209 yards rushing and four touchdowns. So, again, y- yes, they want to use him in a running situation. This year, uh, he has played in seven games. He does have three starts, but it was at wide receiver and running back. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as for quarterback, he's only had seven completed seven of eight passes for 56 yards, one interception. But in the time he has played in seven games, uh, he's rushed the ball 20 times for 104 yards and three touchdowns. So that kind of complicates uh, having to make sure that when they're snapping it to him, you don't know if it's a wildcat snap that he's just pulling it down and running. Uh, or if he's going to absolutely throw the football. But I would he hasn't make him, thrown it. I would make much. him throw. Right. I, I would have both safeties up. Let's just stop fooling ourselves. He cannot pass the ball on us. And if he does, we deserve everything. Then shame we get. on the Cowboys. Shame on the Cowboys. I would put, have both safeties mm-hmm. up. Let's just play some football. I, I'm not worried about any wide receiver from the New Orleans Saints, especially with the quarterback that they're going to be putting in. Otherwise, I would play it more conservatively with Simeon and maybe with Jameis Winston. But when you're talking about a quarterback like that, let's try and see how much we, we're going to make. We're going to do Bill Belichick. We're going to make them do something that they don't want to do. Can you guys name any of the wide, right. wide Can you name any of the wide receivers for the Saints that start? Well, the only one I knew was Thomas. And he's, and not he's playing. out for yeah, the season. That's right. That's the only I've one got I him, know. I've got them listed in front of me, Mickey. If you'd like, I can read them off for no, you. No, I meant off the top of or your Marcus head. Calloway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can. I can read it off the top of my head because it's in my notebook. And right your here. eyes so are at your top, top of your head. head. That's I can good. tell yeah. you all about Marcus Calloway and Traquan Smith. Kenny Stills plays for that team, the former Oklahoma Sooner. 
One guy to keep in uh, to keep an eye on though is that little Deontay Harris on punt returns and on jet sweeps. I mean, you uh, he's got that uh, uh, Tyreek Hill type speed, and so he could be a guy that uh, could be a playmaker uh, for them. Ab- All right, you know what? We, we uh, continue. I was just going to say, since you brought up Harris, uh, you know, after Kamara, he's next on the team with 27 catches, averages 15.8 a catch and two touchdowns That's not bad. as a wide receiver. So, yeah, uh, he's a guy you got to work, uh, look out for. And then they've been also using uh, Ty Montgomery, uh, kind of running back slash wide receiver, a little bit more here these last few games. And with that. All right, we continue. Yes, with mixed shots and our picks to click when we come back in just a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. The Cowboys way where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at Stetson.com cowboys. Back, 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 back to mixed shots. Tis the holiday season. Visit the star to get your photo with Santa presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys themed cottage in the Star District across from Ascension on the Star Boulevard from November 26th through December 24th before he's got to get to work. For more information and to book your photo, visit thestardistrict.com slash Santa. I think Santa's pretty much at work right now. Oh, I mean, he's, he's twenty been working pretty hard. I've seen him all over the place here lately. 365 days a year, work, right? 365 days uh-huh. a year, right. Hey, and by the way, before we go yeah. forward, uh, the, the, the Saints – 
their Monday injury report, they had a couple starters that uh, did not practice. Uh, Taryn Armstead, uh, their starting left tackle, uh, did not practice with a knee. Marcus Davenport, one of their better rushing defensive ends, uh, was out with a shoulder. Uh, Caden Ellis, starting linebacker at the strong side, uh, did not practice with a hamstring. And Bill's going to, uh, oh, uh, before I get to that, their starting right tackle, Ryan Ramschek, uh, was limited in practice and not uh, practicing with an ankle, was their backup defensive end, Tana Passignon. Is that how you say it, Bill? Mm-hmm. Sounds good. <laughs> I didn't say it with a lot of confidence. Mr. T is what we call him. We call him Mr. T. Mr. T, okay, good. <laughs> So we'll see uh, what their injury report looks like after uh, today that we should get in about 45 minutes. All right. Uh, so picks to click. Time mm. for our regular weekly pregame picks to click. This time Cowboys and Saints. And, uh, Mickey, you are headed out uh, early in the morning, right? You're making the drive, right? Uh, I, I haven't heard anything different yet. I was hoping with a bunch of people that can't get on the charter that I might make the cut. But if not, I'm going to drive out in the oh. morning. Okay. All right. So, Everson, what do you think? Picks to click. I'll tell you what, man. Looking at this game, Bill, uh, I see us going back to the University of Florida, Tim Tebow style, right? That's the way the Saints are going to approach us with Taysom Hill. Uh, matter of fact, he can't even throw as well as Tebow as far as I'm concerned. Now, I don't know what the Cowboys think, and I don't know what they're going to prove out to be. But I'm looking at uh, Dak Prescott being my player to click. Uh, easy pick this time. I didn't have much time to think about it. That's the only reason I, I just went with Dak. I'm, I'm looking at over 300 yards. <laughs> I mean, come on. We, we say we could pick it's him every week. So, week. yeah, it's a short week, man. So, we, <laughs> I'm going to go with Dak, over 300 yards passing, a couple of touchdowns. I see the Cowboys going to, winning 24-16. to 16, And that is a tough defensive uh, battle for the Cowboys offense. We usually put up more numbers than that. I think we're averaging over 30 points. I don't think we're going to get 30 points this time. But I think our defense is finally – going to show up, especially based on the style that we're going to be uh, facing from the New Orleans Saints with Taysom Hill. Well, very good, Everson. Thank you, sir. And uh, I was looking at this four-game Saints losing streak, 27-25 to Atlanta, uh, 23-21 to Tennessee, 40-29 40-29 against Philly, and Buffalo beat them 31-6. So opponents have been averaging 30 points a game against that Saints defense. That should be their calling card. Right. Um, but I am going to go 23-20 Cowboys. Um, I, I want to see this defense offense get going. Oh, mm-hmm. And uh, my pick to click is going to be uh, the receiving end of Dak Prescott's pick to click across the aisle from me here, uh, Michael Gallup will mm. take over this game for the Cowboys. He's looking good. Uh, what was your pick last week, Mickey? Remember we went into last week's game on Thursday and the Raiders had a three-game losing streak. 
and they had given up 41, 32, 20-something points. I they think given up about 30 Spags last week was 24 to 17. That was his pick last week, 24-17, and uh, he had Diggs, I believe, yes. as his uh, player. To because I figured they would... that I picked – I picked a blowout last week. Yep. 44 to 4. 14. I thought it was 14. What? I think it was 14. It was. It was. It was. It was. <laughs> I was playing off the 43 to 3 game and, and, uh, and determined that they had never, the Cowboys were going to get 44 points somehow. But I, I went ahead and made it 44 14. All right. I've come back down to earth this week. And. Uh, <laughs> Cowboys going into a New Orleans team who has, which has lost one more game in a row than the Raiders had lost last week. They're coming off a 31-6 loss to Buffalo, and yet they are bouncing back this week. The New Orleans Saints bounce back, and the Cowboys win 16-13. <laughs> they're not bouncing. They're not bouncing very far, are they? Oh. So wait, who's the, who's the player? Who's the player? Oh, and my player, my player is Demarcus Lawrence. D. Law. Demarcus Lawrence uh, comes comes back, and uh, you know, his ability to play the run as well as get to the quarterback is going to be a key in this game. Veteran guy coming back, keeping that quarterback contained. Now we'll see how many snaps Lawrence has, but based on the number of snaps he has. Uh, which will be limited, I think, because it is his first game back. Uh, I think he's going to make an impact on this game in helping keep Taysom Hill and the running game in check for the Saints. And that's probably, I like it because, number one, we got fresh leg theory there, right? He's ready to go. He hadn't played Ooh, since so the, he's as fresh as fish since boy, the season you. opener. And number two, both of their guys' uh, tackles uh, are dealing with injuries, as I read on their injury report. We'll see what goes on going forward. Uh, and they they are, uh, you know, they're with they've had injury problems too. And matter of fact, one of their starting guards is out for the season, Andrus Pete. Uh, he's out. They have a starting safety, Gardner Johnson, who is out. They're without Will Lutz. Uh, their punter or place kicker, I forget. Which really? He's one of the two. Kicker. He's Sorry, the he's the kicker. kicker. Yeah, and they've had to. They've gone through a couple. Really? No Michael Thomas and no Jameis Winston. So they've had their share of injuries. We might be able to take advantage of that. Well, well they need to. So, uh, <laughs> and by the way, Brian Anger, how about last week? Brian Anger, he booming 50, uh, 57 yard average on his punts last week. Yeah, and absolutely. And, and, you know, had they won, he should have been the player of the game mm. on him turning over the, the field That's position. That's good field position, boy. Yeah. You're right. Did a, did a heck of a job if the defense had played better. And if, uh, they would have picked off some of those Derek Carr passes, uh, which is why I chose Trayvon Diggs as my pick to click because I figured with all those deep throws they would get something out of it. Oh, and by the way, uh, Jerry very politely during his uh, interview today on 105.3 The Fan uh, talked about the officiating in that game. He did. He did. 
And he, somebody said, you know, they, they don't get penalized for bad calls. And he goes, oh, no, they do because the league keeps score. And when they start picking crews for playoff games and the That's Super right. Bowl, if you get docked too many times, you don't qualify. You lose out on that money. For those games. You lose out on that money. And, and, and his other point was. Okay, I got a question. Go ahead. I said his other point uh, was that, you know, yeah, we, we want to see offense, but we don't need to see all these penalties called to slow down the game. And as he pointed out again, and I think Bill did earlier, uh, that was the most watched NFL game uh, since the Super Bowl last year and probably will be the most until the next Super Bowl. Uh, and it was a flag fest, and the flow of the game um, – as I said in my column, needed Drano because it wasn't flowing very well at all. Uh, and so he was talking about liquid plumber. You know that uh, these interference calls, the holding. Um, you know, I don't. I think he stopped short of pointing out that uh, you know of the four interference calls on on Anthony Brown, Brown um, you know, one of them should have been holding. You know, it happened far up the field. Uh, before there was any interference call. So, uh, yeah, he was not happy. He, he very politely said he wasn't happy, not in those words, but pointed out that uh, it just sort of disrupted the it's game. It's not good for the game. Right. That's basically what he's saying. To call every single thing uh, that if you want to call holding all those times on the offense and or offensive linemen, you can call that every, every game. All right, uh, Mickey, do you know when we're back? Friday, we think. Friday, all right. Yes, <laughs> depending okay. on my travel Unless and Mickey. Everson's travel. <laughs> my travel like. is definite. Mickey's right. travel is, is up in the air. So I know I won't be here, but I'll be ready to call in if I have to. And Well, and I've got a uh, coach's show that I'm taping at some point on Friday. It'll be interesting to see if it's with Mike McCarthy or Dan Quinn. That <laughs> remains to be seen. And it remains to be seen if we're talking about a Cowboys win on Thursday night in New Orleans. Mickey, you got anything else to share about any appearances in New Orleans? Yes. Uh, <laughs> as, as long as I make it uh, with Star Sports Tours around 5.30, 6 o'clock, we will do a reception there for the people nice. on their tours. And, you know, my theory about the more you lose, the closer you are to winning, and, I'm, and I pointed out today to someone that the Saints have lost four straight, and they immediately told me, yeah, but the Cowboys have lost two straight. Thank you. So Thank someone's you. due for yeah, a victory. Three out of four. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for this edition of uh, Mix Shots, and we will hopefully see you on Friday after a Cowboys win in New Orleans. Enjoy the game, and we will see you later. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!